Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome everyone to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. We are going to start our introductions today with Shawnee. Hi, I'm Shawnee and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, the uh, Asamite sorceress. And then Drevian? I thought you I thought you said the blood at first, not blood up, not like Mishearing things already, yay. <laughs> I'm playing Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian tailor. Katie? I am playing Mercy Ransom, the driver of a hearse and teller of tales. And your clan? Toreador. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona uh, 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 Giovanni, Clan La Sombra. No. <laughs> That that has to be your backup character. I'm just telling you, <laughs> a member like that is legitimately a, uh, something that I want to play at some point. Somebody from the Giovanni family who got embraced by another clan. Every every week, worst it comes clan to mind. enmity ever. That's yeah, brilliant. The it, every week it comes to mind. Like play, kind of want to make a Giovanni character that does not have the last name Giovanni. Oh, there are plenty of those. Oh yeah, they, oh yeah. They they brought several family mem- members in, but the uh, the reverse. Mm. <laughs> All right, and uh, before we get started, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Anyone else on that list? A cab. Uh, pure Ted uh, Cruz has done something as of late. Existing, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All no right. Rowling. Yeah, yes. No more, Rowling. no more thoughts and prayers. Action on gun control. Yes. Yes. All right. So when we last left off, our coterie retired to the Bayou abode of Guayar for the morning. And upon awakening, they all received a temporary text message instructing them to the whereabouts of a mandatory Elysium to be held at midnight. This text promptly deleted itself from their phone and memories. Uh, Within the phone, Mercy and Simon picked up a quick meal of a couple tourists on the way to Elysium after entering the event um, for the evening. Some conversations were had with some very big names within the city. Prince Simone had everyone gathered for an announcement of searching for any leads whatsoever to the former members of the city's security force, one Marquez Moore, and the former Harpy, Irene Moretti. Our coterie made a quick exit, and Kat set up a ghost listening device in the form of Walter to record and report any gossip 
uh, immediately back to her the following night. Uh, after getting tipped off by Karina Giovanni uh, that there might be a place the Sabbat could hide potential stowaways in the Central Business District, our characters made their way there with haste. After a small scouting, the they came upon a warehouse that had some out-of-the-place U-Haul trucks and an aura of silence that was unnatural for the area. After observing the building for a few minutes, Kat both bribed and dominated one of the local street residents in the area to open the warehouse. In the meanwhile, Guire contacted Destiny, who showed up with four licks as backup, and upon returning Upon entering the warehouse, the group discovered a truck inside of which was a rather large 10-foot by 5-foot wide coffin filled with a layer of black soil, which is where we will begin our session for the evening. So all of you are standing around this truck. Uh, some of you have decidedly taken a few steps back to put other people in front of you as shields, and... You all see Destiny reach into the coffin and pick up a handful of black soil. For anyone who wants to, you can roll intelligence, now wits and occult. Are you sure I can't use intelligence? Uh, no. This is remembering something. Uh, wits and occult, difficulty seven. No, six. Six. What's Six. Oh, six. That I'll take the one. Two. Okay, so all of you have heard horror stories. Some of you have seen them firsthand. They are the things that Sires, sires tell to their neonates to scare them into behaving. These are, if you had to guess, this is a flaw specifically of Clan Zamache. That was timed well. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the clan of flesh crafters, both demonic and alien to even their own kind, and to see a coffin this big makes all of you wonder what the hell was inside. Well, we can't halt the fact that the thing is in the city. We can't stop it from resting ever again while it's here, though. Very, very true. Can Simon, like, examine the coffin and do intelligence crafts to get an idea of how big this actual person would be? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Like, uh, intelligence crafts, difficulty seven. Intelligence crafts. Destiny just kind of dumps the handful of dirt back into the, the coffin. Three successes. Burn the soil and stop it from being able to sleep. Very true. Simon, you would guess um, with padding and 
the actual like dimensions of the wood, this thing is probably a little over nine feet by four and a half feet wide. If it is one entity. Simon basically relays that like if this is a singular entity, they're fairly tall and pretty broad for a person. Well, I'm having two schools of thought here. Because either we burn the fuck out of this and don't let it rest. Or we leave everything exactly as we found it. So they don't move. I'd argue they're going to move eventually. It's a, it's in a truck. It's a set I don't up know that move. we're I don't know that we're going to get another chance at stopping this thing from being able to recover between days. What needs to happen? The soil needs to be burned. So why aren't we doing that? Because so far this is our only lead. Is can we take enough? Can we take enough of that soil for a sample to try and figure out where it's from? He will pull out his cell phone, turn on the flashlight. I'm sure they wouldn't miss a baggie full. I was going to say take a sample and burn the rest so they can't sleep. Uh, find out um, where they're from. Find out where they're coming from. Destiny, I'm not. I'm only familiar with people that come into my shop, and so not a whole lot of folks' disciplines come up. Could we take a sample of this and bring it to someone with a higher auspex rating? Like someone who, like, and Simon wouldn't say like auspex rating, but someone better at auspex. Yeah, (laughs) that could see the um, traces of what was left that was in it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to take it directly to Simone, but I know a few people we can get some to. Okay. Actually, he will pull that phone back out, dial a number real quick. He will point at one of the licks that had joined you to get up and start gathering a small. He pulls out an actual like evidence bag. And takes a scoop of it. I was just imagining one of them has like a backpack full of supplies. So they open it up and it's literally just a box of sandwich baggies. <laughs> we need to torch the rest because this is going to move. And we don't want this thing to ever recuperate while it's in the city. You're not wrong. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a truck full of fuel. Can we just do it? Is there something nearby we can just siphon gas out of the truck? How'd the truck in gas the first place? I, I mean, God, you're up here. I, I'm talking for burning the dirt. Just well, I know for burning gasoline. the dirt. But if we're talking about leads, yeah, we got to burn the dirt to make sure it doesn't unleash mayhem on New Orleans. But wouldn't knowing who brought the U-Haul here have some kind of Importance? 
are we certain that burning dirt is going to make it uninhabitable? Dirt doesn't get consumed by fire. I certainly don't feel like bringing it with me and painting the target on my back, but I don't want it anywhere where a vampire can rest in it. Dump it in a river. Fair. It will be scattered in with this silt so much that it functionally will not exist. Especially if you throw into like the Missouri, the Mississippi. I'll do you one better. Divide it up and dump it in several different bodies of water. Get somebody, safe. get somebody with a crop duster plane to take it up. It just starts sprinkling it out across miles. Across the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw some in the Gulf. Throw some in the Mississippi. Throw some in the... Far away from Guire Swamp. Lake Pontchartrain. There you go. J- just spread... Just in a plane, spread it from here to Florida. Either way, we don't want this in a concentration that a vampire can use. Because this thing does not get to sleep. Mm. Just to, I don't know if if I'm going to see it, if it's going to result in anything. But I am going to take a moment and I'm going to activate Witness of Death. See if there's any ghosts hanging around this coffin. Okay, go ahead and roll the uh, yep. corresponding roll. Uh, it'll be five successes. Okay, I'm just going to read through this real quick. Yep. Five successes. So you all see Kat just sort of hold up a hand and then her eyes glaze over. Uh, I don't think that requires you to use a blood point. No. Yeah, that's just an activated. Yep. So five successes. My eyes are all glowy now. There are two ghosts just sort of hanging out and they're watching the two, the, the, Nine of you. Well, no, it would be seven. The other two are on the trucks on the outside. Okay. You have one, looks like an older African-American man. And both of these gentlemen both look down on their luck. They both look like they were destitute. And they're the clothing they are wearing matches it. Okay. So you have one African-American male, roughly middle-aged, and one uh, Latino male, roughly middle-aged as well. Uh, Let's see. Just want to make sure... Now I'll start walking over to them. 
probably tripping over something along the way because I can't see shit now. Undoubtedly. Um, Seeing cat trips, I would probably like walk beside her to make sure she doesn't trip over (laughs) other stuff. Hopefully you weren't in the U-Haul truck. That's a hell of a fall. Yeah. We're already Probably. dead bodies. Um, <laughs> What's a little bit of bashing from falling at the back of the truck? You there, do you have a moment? And they both look at you. Who's asking? Somebody who would like... I just have a curiosity question. All right, I'm listening. This, I don't know if you're looking upon the other side or not, but there is a rather large coffin on the other side. Wondering if perhaps you have picked up on anything arriving recently. They will sort of look at each other and look back at you. And the uh, the Latino one. So you're talking about the nine foot tall winged behemoth that walked out of that thing then. I'm sorry, say that again. He he will lean in closer. Nine foot tall winged behemoth. Do you happen to know which way it went? He will thumb behind him at the the garage door. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Were there others? Was was there anybody else with it? Also, could you describe this thing beyond? Yeah. Yeah. So it was roughly nine foot tall. Had a sort of conical head out this way, but it had a shield sort of face. Didn't have any eyes on its face. There were eyes all through the arms, the hand, and the sets of wings that were coming from its back. I see. It was... (laughs) He will... He will smile... White as a ghost. Delightful. And there were with, with there, I I assume somebody opened the door for it. Yeah, there was two people in the cab. There was about ten in the back. And then that thing. Did they leave with it, or did it eat them? It ate two of them, but it did leave with the rest of them after it was... After some yelling and some guns. I see. Thank you, that will be all. So the the ten people in the back were to sit on the coffin to keep it and while they were driving, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah, her eyes flutter a little bit. They de-glow. Look back. 
So I have good news and bad news. The good news is I have information. The bad news is the information. The good news is we have it. The bad news is what it is. Um, it is, it, it has wings, whatever it is. Uh, I will give the description as was clinical head, shield face, eyes all over its body, not on its face. Simon will pull out a sketchbook and try to sketch it as closely as possible, given how vague the description was. There were 10 people that, that, that carried it here. It ate two of them. There was yelling and gunplay, and then it left with the rest. So we got eight people in a nine-foot-tall winged creature just, yes. just, just having a stroll. I reinforce my statement of that thing doesn't get to sleep. Will it? No, when, when we burn the dirt. I have no idea if that's information Simon would or actually already have or not. Um, roll me intelligence and occult. I can do intelligence. Difficulty, difficulty eight. Occult. Difficulty eight. One success. Um, you swear you remember hearing that it should know. But then you're also not sure if you're conflating with that with any of the media that has been put out about your kind. It's one of those, it could, but we don't know if this specific one will. Okay. Simon will phrase it in uncertainty. Um, so it, it might, if it, if it could possibly know that we burn the dirt, can we set up surveillance to see when it when they all come back? Because I don't imagine that thing's not going to come storming here immediately. I mean, we could. There is also the question of, is this actually a kindred, or is it just something they made? I don't think they'd bother with the coffin full of soil if it wasn't if it wasn't at least affected by the need for it. If it was something they made, they'd have had it chained up in a box. I mean, 10 people in the back in the coffin makes it sound like it was chained up in the box. The co- the, I think it's likely. I don't know what their rule... I don't know how their creations work. Yeah. Maybe they need dirt as well. Or the dirt could be for one or two or three of the fellows as well. In any event, but yes, you, don't let them have it. No, no, it's bad regardless. You know, I was just sitting here thinking why anybody wouldn't see eight people with a nine-foot creature and then I remember just carnival and that shit's everywhere. <clears throat> a, that. B, there's almost certainly at least one Lissombra with them. 
Are we sure? Is there any indication that I'm forgetting? No, but that kind of magic's kind of necessary to hide something that big. A kindred would have seen it. Is there any way we can track it? Does it have a trace? The bodies it leaves behind? Well, that that could also uh. be a function of having um, someone more <clears throat> proficient in aspects look at that dirt that they might like, Maybe. here's a spiritual bond and someone Destiny, who's better at it. You're the sheriff. What's your call? This is when Destiny actually hops out of the back, hits end on a phone call. I fucking hate talking to that man. What the hell did I miss? Um, the our, our, our suspect from the box is nine foot tall, has wings, eyes on body, not on head. And eight compatriots, because it ate two of them. So that's either schlocked or they woke up something that shouldn't have been fucking woken up. I have two questions. One, schlock? The... Zamache like to create their own soldiers out of whatever body parts they can find. What I'm hearing is never get captured by the shaman set. Now, now that that being said, they are notoriously good hosts. And will keep you around forever if they can. Do with that what you will. All right. Maybe so, just not in one piece. Uh, no, probably as a chair or a part of the room. Yes. Mm. Uh, my, my previous statement stands. Second question, what would they have woken up conceivably? A Methuselah? We're looking at an elder, oh. elder vampire here. Oh, that I'm good, not talking. Huh? I'm not talking world ending, but I'm definitely talking something that's going to take a fuck ton of firepower. Simon does show. Um, I stand by. Sketch. Do not fucking let it sleep. <sighs> Counterpoint only meant half seriously. But something like that, if it's grouchy and has not slept, do you want to come out? Do you want to be the one hunting it down? Because I feel like we are the ones hunting it down now. I would rather it be grouchy and have not slept than be at full fucking power. Okay. I'm with Guire on this one. I'm just going to go and say that. It feels like the options are either let it sleep and make sure it doesn't wake back up again. Or you don't let it sleep and then find it while it's sleep-deprived. And I don't think we're going to be able to find it while it's asleep because it's in a fucking truck that's going to move. The truck will be truck. moving to Las Vegas or to, to New Orleans. It'll be fine. It's during Carnival. Everything's fun. Well, somebody sold you some 
oceanfront land in Missouri, now didn't they? Oh, I knew it was bullshit, but there's a difference between... I understood what I was getting into. I didn't understand I was getting into point at that time. <laughs> well, so, you, you, cats, to, to cats have joking tones, I'm going to respond. You know, I could set up a tailor shop in a lot of other cities. You know, cat, I only have one thing to say. Welcome to New Orleans. Yeah, if I were you, I would kill whatever snake oil salesman told you to move down here. But... I can't. They're they're higher up in my clan. <laughs> right. The family right. told you to move. Yes. What? You think I decided to move from New York on my own? Don't get me wrong. This is a lovely city. But I moved from New York. Hold hold, hold on now. But, Sheriff, you're the sheriff. What's your call on this? Just enough to figure out how, figure out where the fuck it came from. And then torch that fucking coffin. Get rid of all the rest of the dirt and different bodies of water or hell, fucking throw it in dumpsters. I don't give a shit. Bodies of water will do better. Hypothetical thought. I don't know the answer to this, but if we replace all of the dirt, Will it instantly know it's not accurate, or will it just try to go to sleep? And I think it'll know it's not accurate when it realizes it can't get a good night's sleep. Yes, but will that be before or after it's tried for a night? If I had to venture a guess, because I have not encountered many of the flesh crafters. I've only heard tales. They try to stay out of our territory. If I had to venture a guess, the moment it lays down, it will know. Well, it was worth a thought. Mm. Can intelligence science can using intelligence and science can Simon determine what type of soil this is and whether or not throwing in water is actually going to be effective? Because the sort of thing. If a high sand soil con uh, soil with high sand content is going to sink quickly and not get scattered very much, but a soil with high clay content is going to linger. And if we throw in the Mississippi, get swept out into the Gulf, into the deltas, and scattered across God knows how many miles. Genuinely asking here: Does it really matter as long as it's not in the coffin? No, th- th- well, this it'll, is, it'll take more work to spread it. God, this, yeah. th- this is gotcha. this is the player asking, like, does it make gotcha. sense to make that roll, or is this now too in depth of a question? To have no, about? no, no. That would that would make sense to to pull on a bit of a science background to try and figure out because you don't know where the soil is from. You don't know exactly which soil it is, but it's... But we can't tell what kind of soil. By yeah, like, we, looking at it a bit. We, yeah, like, I, he could, like, stick his hand in and, like, examine the soil, and you can tell, like, is this sand, like, is this leaning towards sand? Is it clay-heavy? Is it organics-heavy? Um, 
And go ahead and roll it difficulty eight. Okay. Is it silk? This is loam. Is no, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, Th- I'm, this I'm, is dropping just a giant damn nerd. Two successes. Katie, you were trying to say something? No, I was saying I was just laughing because this is this is Katie. This is not Mercy. Um, how, like, instead of substituting with other dirt, if we just got a shit ton of Oreo cookies <laughs> and rolled them over and put them in the coffin? Just, yes, your, your coffin full of dirt is now a, cu- a big, big dish of, co- of dirt pudding. I didn't say dirt pudding. I just said Oreo cookies. Oh, I know, I mean, but that's what comes to mind. Is like, yeah, I know. Like you inside, turn, turn the coffin into a dirt pie. Yeah. When they get inside, yes. they will be vulnerable to milk. <laughs> and we will just douse them in milk and it'll be over. Uh, okay. So anyway, for the uh, the soil, the, it's... um. It's hummus rich, which means it's very, very thick and very almost clay-like. But to get like an actual soil name or any real in-depth... This is a lot more just like is this something that's going to be better, like throwing it in the river and letting it get swept out and scattered versus scattering it manually on land? Um, this will probably do better in water because it, of how dense it is, it will sink. So that's not, we don't want to throw it into water then because it will just sink as a clump, not scatter. Yeah. You can scatter it in water rather than just tossing the whole thing in. Just like yeah, like we we it is something that we have to mechanically scatter more than yeah, more than just let the water do it. Yeah, yeah. And Simon will relay that like we could scatter this in water, but we'll have to like like get up, get like a big tub half filled with water, like get it already heavily suspended, and then let it get swept out. It's Mississippi in the middle of the bayou. Does anyone actually have a crop duster plane nearby? <laughs> I can make a phone call real quick. Uh, does it, uh, oh. I don't think it needs to be that, like, as long as you don't oh, it in a way that is just sifting, it's going to get so... Hmm. Oh, can we run over it? We want it. We want it not in any kind of congealed mass that someone could. Well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Mm. You like, you empty it a little bit at a time, and yeah, it will it will get so dispersed in the water and mixed in with the silt that it won't be recoverable. Well, yeah. Should, uh, uh, in either event, let's get it the fuck out of here before anybody shows as, back up. As long as you get it somewhere um, that has. Any sort of current whatsoever. You just can't do it, it do it in stagnant water. Big ass mortar and pestle. Yeah, let's Run get the fuck shit. out of here. Now. So, can we can we just take the truck? Like, can we just drive the truck out of here? And drive it up to like the to a riverbank. Do any of you know how to hotwire a car? 
Can, si- uh, can Simon try? Anyone got larceny? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say. So, I've got drive. I don't have larceny, so no. So, I'm going to argue. Intelligence drive and performance. Because simple mechanics is a crafts role. If not, technology. I'd like to take a shot because I feel like for her profession, I feel like I feel like Mercy might actually know how to hotwire a car. Yeah. Or at least some basic like car knowledge. So whoever is attempting this, first off, I will say that the cab is unlocked. Whoever is going to attempt this, the two of you, you can decide between each of you. Uh, this can either be a dexterity light larceny roll at difficulty seven or a uh, intelligence and intelligence and technology roll at difficulty eight. Do make sure before you hotwire you check the you check the the. Um, Is there a key in the ignition? Uh, the check, check the headboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, headboard or 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 wind or the windshields. Yeah, the uh, the sun the sun the sun the sun, sun visor. Sun, sun visor. That's it. That's the a, term. A difficulty eight on the second one. Yes. Yeah, Guire will check the sun visors while they're working just to make Let's, sure there is no key sitting in sitting. Somewhere. I mean. Like Simon will move to like, like, like yeah, we can we can take it. Hey, it's <laughs> and a success. Like Simon will move. Like as soon as like yeah, we can we can take the truck. Simon will move to start like to see about hot wiring it. And, and then as soon as Mercy goes, it's like you know I'll let you go for it. Okay, so so Mercy goes. I got this. You, yeah. Simon, you I'm curious, you move that panel, and Mercy's like. Hold on. So you take a step back and it's janky and you, there are probably some stripped wires that don't need to be, but uh, you get her to start. It's, yes. All right, everybody pile in. We're fucking again. even. Mer- All right. Get, um, getting in the truck, um, Simon will comment, like, can we get surveillance in this area in case they come back? Like, specifically to that, towards Destiny. I can see what I can do. Like I, I'm not sure about leaving um people here. No, but aren't the Malkavians good with technology and stuff like that? I have no, a Ferrati few... would be able to surveil this place. Not Ferrati, not Malkavians. Yeah, about that. Um, y'all are gonna need to make a trip once you get rid of that fucking thing. Where? Where are we going? Your original rendezvous. Are we going to go see Beetlejuice again? Yes. Uh, Mercy, you want to give me the keys to your car so I can drive it out of here? So, Or you want me to then, drive this thing? Uh, you know what, Guard? Take my car. I got this. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll run interference if anybody needs to, you know, not be shot at. Appreciate it, Chief. Tosses the keys to Guire and didn't Guire come here yeah. on our bike? No, I came. I came. I specifically left my bike at the we museum. All, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. We piled in the hearse. So yes. I'll go. No, I will it go was drive the, the hearse. Yeah. It, it was. We were came back in different ways to the 
Elysium with them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Mercy, have you driven a semi before? Maybe. <laughs> like a no to me. Um, there is. Guire, you'll Tell be. Me you haven't driven everything it. before in your life. Sorry, Aguirre, you'll see it on your way out, but uh, mm-hmm. one of the members of Destiny's squad is forcibly moving the U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Just like out of the way of the the sliding door. Mm-hmm. And then there is a grinding noise and a horrific pop of bolts snapping as this thing comes up. And you have a clear passage to get the fuck out of Dodge of this building. All I can imagine that like if you aren't trained in driving a semi, it's dexterity drive. Then that is the role, actually. <laughs> All right. Uh, dexterity and drive at difficulty seven. You are not doing anything absolutely absolutely dangerous at this current moment. <laughs> we're, we're just driving through it. Through Let's late night see what happens. Dang. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. Is that a <laughs> double botch? Yep. Oh, yep. boy. Is that our first botch of the game? No, yeah, it was our no. first double botch. There was a botch last session. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I, I was confused. I was just my damn luck. But hey. So, I was wondering when it was going to catch up with me. You are you, on on the positive side. You are one card away from a really good uh, full house. <laughs> Aces and threes. Yeah, he is not wrong. Wrong game, Jeremy. Let's <laughs> say so. Yahtzee, he got two doubles. Mercy, you whip that thing into reverse. And as you come out, you cut it a little too sharp, and there is a there is a grinding and a screeching as you go against the side of another warehouse and then drop I was, out. I was thinking about to burn out the transmission. And after a few turns, you think, all right, I got this. I got this. But there's that moment of hope. And as you turn down an alley, the cab stops moving. Simon <laughs> so in the passenger seat is like, you know, how how long were some of those U-Hauls? Are, are there any of them like 10-foot U-Hauls? Yeah. Let's let's go get one of those. Yeah, uh, that would be great, except for the fact of the two of you cannot open the doors on this thing. Driving a hearse is much smaller than driving a semi. Yep, yep, yep. You can have officially gotten this thing stuck. Can I roll something to get try to get out? Or to try and get the thing moving again, maybe? Oh, but either or. I'm not picky. Either I get out or it does. Okay. Give me another Dex and Drive <laughs> roll at difficulty eight. Uh, okay. You You've got the dots. It's just, yeah. Would you like to spend willpower? In the meantime, Simon is. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna spend a. I'm gonna spend a willpower. Yeah. Okay. In the meantime, Simon's texting the group like that takes down that takes down the difficulty. Yeah. No, it just oh, adds no. an auto success. Yes. Okay, gotcha. 
Deep breath, here we go. You can't can't block this. Three successes. successes. (laughs) There's that moment of instant panic of, oh, oh, shit, we are stuck. We are so... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You just click it into reverse. Slam your foot on the gas. Waiting for the moment that the rocket leaves the strip. (laughs) And there's some tearing and some sparks. The engine makes some noises that you don't like too particularly well. And as soon as it starts moving, you (coughs) slam your foot on the brake and skid out into the back into the road. All I can imagine is if this was another botch, like, oh, you go to back and now it's jackknifed. No, no, I'm going to be completely honest. If she would have botched again, it would have been the Austin Powers movie with the... Oh, okay. With no successes, it would have been jackknifed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Simon's still going to recommend, let's get one of the 10-foot U-Hauls that... Hey, it's moving. Keep it moving. It keep physics is on our side. Come on, we we got this. It, unless your plan is to back this thing up, clear there. Physics is not on our side because now you've gone to act a neutral. Hey, 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 hey! Don't test her. She will. Yeah, and Guire, whichever method they decide to try and get this thing out, uh, Guire will run interference in the hearse if she needs to. <laughs> there Probably is that laughing moment. her ass off. Oh, yes. Honestly. <laughs> you, you, see, you see her make that turn, and mentally you go, that alley is going to, and then you hear the, scra- the scraping. <laughs> that alley is too yep. narrow. Yep. And you get to watch her semi-NASCAR her way back out. And Kat, were you, where, where were you going? Were you in the hearse with YR? Are you in the the semi? All I can imagine is in the back I've, of the semi. No, no. Kat, <laughs> as funny as that would be. Like, <laughs> at one point getting Jocelyn like falling face first into the coffin, the door, the lid closing, her being like, uh, as funny as that would be, Kat is as far away from that fucking coffin. Yeah. All I can imagine is like falling in in and closing. Like falling in and closing on top of somebody. I've just seen the, I've seen like the cartoon, like, you know, the back yep. of the truck, like everything earths to this side. Yeah. And everything goes to this side. And, and, and if we got to speed, it will, if it's not like held down some way. But um, yep. all I can imagine is like falling into it, it closes. And we hadn't decided that like this needs to be like manually like separated a bit first so it doesn't just, <laughs> I just go in a clump. In yeah. Like the entire, the entire coffin's like, huh, I guess, I guess, um, I guess cat went some other method. Oh, well, <laughs> coffin into river. In um, cats on the bottom of the Mississippi. Yep. Next night, just there's a knock at the door of what, <laughs> wherever everybody stayed, and there's just a drink there. The other thought is, well, well, did, well. Did it, like, look what the cat dragged in. Oh God. 
it'd be even funnier because wasn't Mercy originally going to have the flaw like of with running water? Yeah. Uh, like do but that. Then I Mercy. forgot. Then I forgot that the New Mississippi's kind of a yeah. big deal. The <laughs> but all I can imagine is like, like coffin person in it. Like it's original Mercy that has the flaw with running water, and now it's Mercy on the bottom of the river. Yay. Yeah, Let's forever. not go there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Anyway. She, she, she is, so, she is absolutely in the hurts. So, big Where's question. Destiny's crew? Big, big question. Um, I know I'm in charge of this thing. Where the hell are we going? <laughs> to the river. Well, you you drive towards the river. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to proceed to text. It's like, all right. Mercy's driving us. Where specifically are we heading? And I like, will I will lay out a route to the river. <laughs> I would like Simon to remind all of you. GPS. I'd like to remind all, all of you asocial people who don't like to do it. Phone calls are a thing. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm not Simon refuses. I'm that, right? barely driving. I'm not talking on the cell phone. <laughs> hey. My Bluetooth is back in the hearse, okay? Like, (laughs) hey, social. Simon's just straight up neurodivergent. What are you talking about? Fair. (laughs) So, anyway, you guys manage through a series of what can only be called wacky hijinks, um, (laughs) making your way to the Mississippi. Cue the Benny Hill theme song. Yes. And eventually you find yourself. You said you were going to the Mississippi, or were you going to Lake Pontchartrain? Uh, Mississippi. We want a river, not a lake. Yeah. Okay, then. And so we were in the warehouse find... Yes. It's, uh, the Mississippi is a lot closer. Yeah. You find a decent enough spot with not so many tourists, or if the tourists that are there paying attention, they're drunk anyway. Alternatively, uh, we, have, we have a we nice just... treat waiting for us when we're done with our work. We just go straight to the shoreline and we drive it off into the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> if you leave it in drive and jump out, it will go. <laughs> yeah, they do. It, d- d- I like on, that idea. If we if we get it to the edges of New Orleans, you don't have to leave it in drive. You can leave it in neutral and let it roll down the other side of the bank. The, the drive side, is no, so much no, funnier. Mississippi is better. I just... <laughs> I mean, you could legitimately just dive the thing into the gulf. It will be gone and be irretrievable, especially if you open the lid first. Yeah. The the problem is New Orleans is a little bit away from actually being the gulf. Horribly. So let's... My vote as a player is that we leave it in park and we do the 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 action movie the you know like we we do the stuff in the back with the coffin and have the co- coffin open and then just do the the action movie like you know put it in you know put it in drive put it in reverse and then you just see uh Simon in in Mercy just like diving out the the <laughs> the sides of the vehicle like, like well, if we didn't have to scatter it, especially with having like, r- like scraped it against buildings, that would 
it it will look even more like it was just bad driving. I, I mean, into- after Mer- after Mercy's driving is probably pretty scary. Yeah, like <laughs> probably after pretty getting well mixed. Stuck. Yeah, like after. Uh, well, the, the soil getting we mixed. To- we have we we need to mix it with water to like get it suspended, not just toss all the dirt. Like a hummusy dirt will, will wants to kind of stick to itself a lot. All right, in game. <clears throat> so Mercy goes over to. Assuming Cat and Guire have already parked the hearse, like yeah. alongside the the what remains of the U-Haul. Um, Mercy goes. So I have this idea. Okay. We open the coffin. We put it in reverse. And we let the whole thing fall into the fall into the gulf. And just let it be. Simon will comments like we could, but first we should probably throw a couple of buckets of water in the coffin to get the Break up the hummusy dirt first. Well, Simon, we you got that. a you got a bucket, Simon. Anybody got a bucket? We're literally on the river. How hard is it to find a bucket? Literally, if I have to steal it from someone fishing. <laughs> All right, we get a bucket. We mix it with water. <laughs> it and is. then I saw this in a movie once. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Yes, those words have never never sent anyone in the wrong direction. What is it that you've seen in a movie? <laughs> that does mercy. I guess it's Simon. Yeah, it's, so you know the you know the thing where you know the the cars falling off the cliff or falling off the. <laughs> Roll it back in the water, and then the two people that are inside the car, in order to escape, they they leap out the sides of the car. That. You know, that sounds hilarious. Why not? This. I'm a performer, okay? Let me perform. (laughs) I think a Toreador might be set on this now. (laughs) Not good at much else. Simon just thinks it's amusing. He'll go along I can't. making sure that the dirt in the coffins actually I'm not, scattered. I'm not the devil of New Orleans. I don't have that reputation. I can't fucking see ghosts. Okay. I don't know anything about dirt, but I do know a great exit. All right. I am not. I don't know the heights uh, the truck that's been fucked off. I am not quite a hundred percent opposed to this idea. <laughs> How long does it take Wire to steal a bucket? <laughs> so five about, minutes. Bob. It's like it's probably like you walk down the like you walk down the shore a little bit, and for about five minutes, you can find somebody fishing and just snatch a bucket. Here's a bucket. Jump out the fish. Here's what I will nah, leave the fish in so they can help stir up the dirt. here's what i will say regarding this plan and we'll probably need to do in order for it to be successful and i am not opposed to this idea um 
we will want to completely destroy that coffin so that once this thing sinks into the ocean, the dirt doesn't just stay in the coffin. It's spread out all over the back, and it's much more likely uh, to get out. So we dump the out current. the... You so want to take a, a sledgehammer to it. Nah, I let's make this even more action to, movie. But I'm not opposed to it. But let's Back make this up. more action. Back up, Guire says as she walks up and hand and hands uh uh hands um Simon. Simon a bucket. Let me handle the coffin. I was thinking we make this even more action movie. Like we get the all the dirt mixed up and spread out. We dump it out onto the floor of the truck. Then we set the coffin back in, light the coffin on fire, like with a lot of gasoline, and then drive it in. Now, That's now a lot of the truck's got, burning truck. Don't, or, don't, don't take too many steps. You're going to make it more is, complicated than it is, needs to be. This it already is. Getting, is. Function has been overweighed by aesthetics at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, hey. Exactly. In, in the meantime, Simon is like filling the bucket with water and keep, like bringing it back uh, over. It's setting Guire, on the, like a truck. Guire, far, far as I'm concerned, coffin's all yours. Yeah, and uh, Guire, um, like... We literally hold- could have just gotten... You just sifted the dirt out into the Mississippi, but... <laughs> that's that's effectively what we're doing with the water. Cat, this is New Orleans. You gotta live a little, honey. Come on. You gotta do it with flair. Uh, so, yeah, um... Guire is going to uh is sort of like holds the uh holds her cane sword and is going to spend a blood point for pierced steel skin and just shred the coffin with a few swipes of the blade. Fair yes. enough. You you all watch Guire quickly dispatch this coffin in just a few strokes. It is just because bas- basically pierced steel skin just ignores the coffin's durability and, like, the sword just passes through it. It's that anime scene where there's several sword swipes and then afterwards it all falls apart. No, the anime scene is where Wire just takes the sword out for a second and puts it back and the coffin falls apart. That's that's pure steel skin and celerity. I mean, I do have both. Yep. (laughs) So the coffin is... Functionally destroyed. I just, I just need to make a quick roll here. Uh, just a willpower dip six. That's what I thought. Uh, Simon, like, throws the bucket of water over the dirt. Like, starts making sure, breaking up any clumps. Potentially realizes this is going to be a lot more tedious and then, like, gets a half bucket full of dirt, walks over to the river, dips it into the water, like, slur- like makes it and just like, dumps it back out. Oh, you needed. Yeah, so she just, and the coffin is in shreds. Nice work. It is at this point, there are three thuds from behind all of you. I look over. Is it Destiny and crew? It is Destiny and two of his fellow security guards. All right. So, what have you? Do, what? Oh, holy 
reflectively front of the semi. This got a little more complex. It got toriadored. Reflexively, Simon, like hearing the thoughts, turns around and like throws a bucket of water. Better, better. Probably with the bucket. You throw the bucket of water, and the water sticks to like the after image of where Destiny was. (laughs) Destiny also has celerity, yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, oh, oh shit, sorry. It's kind of what happens when you drop in. What exactly he will look at you after you say the pun. What did you do? I believe I will, let, I will let one of them explain because I will not be responsible for it. <laughs> Simon will lawyer. comment. Mercy was driving, jumps out of the back of the truck, goes, refills the bucket again. I believe I believe the current I believe the current plan is to dump the entire truck into the into the into the bay. So yeah, sorry, not sorry about the truck because we're gonna dump it anyway. But have you ever seen that movie where and she goes on to describe exactly what she wants to do to get rid of uh to get to get rid of it? And it's described like eight action movies that came out last year. <laughs> but go on. Now all I could think of is like. I'm sure Jeremy can rattle off a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, I really could. <laughs> also about 15 true crime stories. That's fair. I watch a lot of true crime. Right? <laughs> like, that's always what happens. It's always like, and then they found the car submerged in the lake. It's psycho. With psycho. the body in the trunk. It is 100% psycho. I, Except, less, less, psycho didn't have as much, like, like, no. It was more like... It's psycho, it's psycho with less Toreador. My, my whole thing <laughs> is, and we will get back to the story in half a second. My whole thing is, I don't understand the logic of, I will just dump it in the river and no one knows. It's still there. Like... You didn't make the car disappear. No, no. There's a lot of evidence. A a deep water, river, expe- but... a deep river, especially older than like the last decade or so, it was really difficult to retrieve. Yeah, a and... lot of places don't have a policy to retrieve every vehicle. Like typically, at that's this not a story you they... hear in Wyoming. Yeah, at this point when they do it, it's typically like out in the middle of fucking nowhere, yeah. or to be fair, yeah. somewhere like the swamps of Louisiana. Where that you're gonna push never being it found in, again. Yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Nobody's gonna find it. By the time that they do, they won't even connect it to a particular crime. Right. It's destroy. Water. It's not really so much destroying the car as it is destroying evidence. Yeah. Making the evidence uh, unable to be um, processed. You, you processed. make the you make the car incredibly difficult to find. Water and fish do horrible things to a human body. Yep. And algae. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Final Show Films. We tangent. So anyway. Well, it's interesting because like that type of thing doesn't work in Wyoming. Because as soon as there's a car reported on a body of water, there's 24 hours to have it removed. Yep. So like if, if a car goes off a bridge into like a river or something within the state of Wyoming, 
There is a 20, it has to be out within 24 I, hours. I seriously doubt, damages. I seriously doubt Georgia has that rule. For <laughs> legal purposes, this is because we are true crime fans, not murderers. <laughs> Talk for yourself. No, not really. <laughs> Stay so. out of my search history. It's okay. It's cool. <laughs> I'm a writer. I'm a writer and a fan of true crime. Just don't Right. Look. Oh, God, right. yes. Yeah, Body I'm on farms several watch lists at this point. So anyway. <laughs> Back to the story. Hires. So Destiny sort of mulls over the, the plot that you have laid out here. I can't say it's the worst idea I've ever heard. But is it in the top ten? Uh Simon will quietly comments like, "No, one of the one of those one of the worst ideas is probably letting Alexander be in charge of the Elysium." He will just sort of look at you, <laughs> sigh, and then turn back to the rest of the group. But was he wrong? <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> what Mercy says, not the worst idea, but that's also not a no. <laughs> Okay, I will ask you a, a series of follow-up questions. Are you willing to take credit for the potential masquerade breach? I need to reiterate, this was not my idea. <laughs> Simon's just mixing the dirt. It's like, how is this going to break the masquerade? It's a, it, it's a bunch of wood, a bunch of dirt, and a truck going in the river. You the problem be. with the masquerade breaches, they find the car, they start investigating that. If it leads to a nine foot tall winged thing or us, we have a masquerade breach. This in itself is not a masquerade breach. However, you can breach the masquerade without showing supernatural powers. Fair. That being said, I think. If you all were to do something massively idiotic like this, this week is probably the best time to do it. Again, doing this under protest. You're you so don't have to be here, Cat. <laughs> no, I kind of do. You're, you're guilty by association, still makes you guilty. <laughs> Speaking of true crime, we literally like, have no choice but to be involved in this. Not that I am complaining about being involved in this. Good job covering your bases. I'm just mixing that's, the dirt to make that's sure that's a scattered. lawyer if I've ever heard one. Jeez. You are absolutely 100% correct. Okay. So, Kat, so, what you're saying is the rest of us need to leave so Mercy can drive it into the river on her own. And then we're not guilty by association. So, this lawyer. One we have last, plausible deniability. One last question. Like, I want to get 100% the process through which you are doing this. The coffin has been destroyed. The dirt has been mixed with water as to break up the hummus to allow it to settle within the actual Mississippi. To be able to be dispersed, yeah. And you all are action moving this backwards with i assume a brick or some similar object on the gas pedal they are doing yes. that i am not getting anywhere near that 
the the last part is still up for debate. The coffin's destroyed. the the dirt The dirt's getting mixed up. So that was storyteller asking. <laughs> um, but yes, yes, I believe that is the plan. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So, like, honestly, you could you could literally just make it the bucket if you just wedge it under the drive shaft and like get it to where it can't where it's like wedged between the, yeah. the drive shaft and the pedal. <laughs> So who's doing what? Simon's mix up the dirt and gets gets out, leaves the bucket on the edge of the trailer. <laughs> Just I am in the driver's seat. <laughs> Just largest I, uh, bang smile she can muster on her face. <laughs> so I've always I, wanted to do this. Guire's so, already done her part and broken up the coffin. She's she's done with this. So Simon looks at Destiny. So now it feels like the rest of us should leave. So we're not implicated in a breach of the masquerade later on. Like I want to be angry with this, but she seems so happy about it. Also, aren't you here also implicated in the breach of a masquerade now? The difference is I have weight. Yes, yeah. that is fair. That being said, this is an action that I am approving of. Okay. Especially if you can get it to continue forward or reverse momentum into anywhere else but here. You know, the thought comes to mind is we don't need to breathe. We don't need to jump out before it hits the river. We could just let it keep going. So it's like not a few feet off the shore. It is in the river. Have, so have it's getting tried, into the deep part. Have you Can tried exiting a moving vehicle while underwater? We don't need to breathe. All you need to do is wait for the water to fill the cab and then the door kind of just opens. It, well, it's not, done, like, you could part, also just go down with the window down and just that like... Too. like <laughs> you, you just need to balance the equilibrium in and outside of the cab. Fair enough. I have done my part by providing advice on this situation. <laughs> and if, if I, am, I am I am very oh. much with 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 Guarrier in terms of my part is complete. I do not need to be here for this. Okay, if Simon needs I... to, Simon can roll intelligence science to explain the physics of it. Definitely. No, no. I, I really uh as as fun as that sounds, um I'd just really rather jump out of the cab before it hits the water. Well, as long as you can make sure it will continue moving, that's all that I care about. Put it in reverse, make sure the bucket's lodged nice and tight. You want something lodged rather than something heavy because when it starts to upend, the heavy thing will just slide off. Mm. What if we rewire the accelerator to to the start? Because it I mean, probably doesn't have a mechanical accelerator. Most of them no, this is the U-Haul truck. It almost certainly has a mechanical accelerator. It's an old, it's an old piece of shit that they've that they've, that yeah, they've re, that they've rehashed. But it's like mm. they 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 they've been getting away from mechanicals for a couple of decades now, and yeah, maybe a lot, of, a lot of U-Hauls aren't that old. Anyway, <laughs> mercy, you take your seat. And Simon, are you also joining Mercy in the cab for this, or are you letting her go it alone? If Destiny says that it's now approved, 
then sure. He will... <laughs> he will shake his head, but just motion for you to take your seat. Because that now means we have the permission of the sheriff. Permission so, that they can say that they never gave at any moment and will believe over you. <laughs> yeah, but then I can just say the brew hall will hate me, so he could just be lying. Can we just get in the truck and quit with the lawyer talk and just get in the truck? <laughs> this is probably like Simon's walking over and saying that. <laughs> As he's getting in. But one more thing. Uh, <laughs> and another thing. So I need a I need a dex and drive roll difficulty five. You're just trying to get it to move. This will off also cover you lodging that bucket. Okay. Dexterity and drive, uh difficulty five. Lower difficulty because it is literally you just going backwards. One success. success. It is enough. So you you quickly lodge the you you leave it in park and then you lodge the bucket down, hit the brake, and then flip her into to reverse, and that thing guns. There is a you are forcefully both racked to the ceiling of the cab as you impact the water. You are able to make a jump out. If you are going through the windows, I'm going to need dex and athletics. athletics. Yep, death, yeah. dex and athletics. Difficulty seven. One of you might be going for a swim depending on how your athletics looks. Yep. Ah, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no successes either. In one game. You're both going for a swim. Wait, does what? Wands counter are 10, and I have two wands and one 10. Oh, wait, no, those are both successes. That's why. It's like, yeah, so yeah, those are both also successes. Successes. Yeah. But it, it equals out to a solid zero. Yeah. Like so for a second double botch of the evening. Uh, so Mercy, when... Actually, Simon, we do you first. You Simon struggles. You go to, to jump, and there is... You catch your foot, and you just swing over and slam body first into the river. Which isn't bad. Uh, Mercy, when you hit the ceiling, or the, the roof of the cab, something got knocked loose, and you just sort of sit there and stare for a minute. As the cab, the cab just begins slowly filling with water <laughs> as you go backwards. And it is about the time that the front wheels make contact with the bottom of the river that you remember, oh shit, I'm underwater. <laughs> and begin making your way out of the cab. Which I will allow you to do without any rolls. I appreciate that. I, I mean, at this point, it's just swimming. Yeah. <laughs> so, Simon pops back up after about a half second. There's a good 30 seconds and about 100 feet, and then Mercy comes back up. 
And Simon, Simon pops up. Simon just slowly floats back up, like laying on his back, just kind of staring up. But uh, all of you watch as this, the outline of the truck just sort of disappears into the night. Fire just slow claps. Destiny is just pinching the bridge of his nose. Now the fun part that made this all a terrible idea. That was fun. I bet it was, little bird. I bet it was. All right. What is the condition of Simon's clothes after going into the Mississippi? Uh, wet. Wet. Uh, you didn't hit the bottom, but probably still a little brown from the murkiness of the water and the dirt being stirred up from the impact. Mm-hmm. Is it? Because I don't, I don't know the Mississippi specifically. Is the dirt coming out, or is it like a clay heavy that's going to stick into the clothing? I believe Mississippi's mostly silt, so I think it probably will it's, come out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Simon gets back up on shore and like is a little bit distraught at like, oh, there's all of this dirt in my clothes now. Ooh. Uh, it's between Sandy and Lomi, so more than likely where you're at is probably Sandy. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the, the state soil for for the, for the Mississippi River, uh, is the, uh, notch silt loam for Mississippi as a state, and it sort of continues throughout the river. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, so on to other business. Because I was going to say. Meaning with agony. At Lafitte, um, the the younger of the two gentlemen that are accompanying him, accompanying him, hand you a bag full of dirt and a scratch piece of paper that has license plate numbers, vehicle numbers like the VIN, and. Uh, any distinguishing marks about the vehicles that were both outside and inside of the warehouse. On the way to Lafitte, Simon stopped at the shop to change clothes. Fair enough. Because it is on the way. The four of you enter Lafitte Cemetery. Again, there's that pushing the gate open and slipping through. The There have been no repairs done to the destroyed mausoleums from the attack two nights ago. That's a city thing. And it's been two nights. Yep. And you make your way through and you can hear a familiar voice. That was not a word. A familiar voice. Just almost chanting binary code to himself. You mean he's not rehearsing lines for the Beetlejuice musical? He is perched atop a mausoleum that is next to the Nicolas Cage pyramid and is just typing away at a computer. There is a snap from his neck as he looks at the four of you. 
Ah, welcome back. Ah. He will close the laptop and just sort of chuck it to the ground. A delight as always. How are you? Good to see you again, Agony. Uh, How's it going? He will land not so gracefully and then stand back up. Well, uh, things could be better, but, uh, yeah, as soon as Simone said her, her thing, I sort of am great. I, I did not want to be around for whatever, uh, witch hunt happened from anything that would have been said. So, well, now we got some work for you related. Fantastic. He will pick up the laptop and sort of dust it off. All right, give me, give me, give me. Which wire will hand over the bag of soil. We need a soil sample on this, find out where it's from. And we'll also then hand over the the information on the car. Then we need to find out where these vehicles came from. He will take a quick snap on his phone of the paper, send off a few texts, and then he will set the laptop down and then pull open the evidence bag Take a deep inhale. Yeah, that's dirt. <laughs> yeah, and Thanks, I'll find out where from. Oh, oh, right, right, right. He will uh, sort of blink both of his eyes and then kind of tilt his head and then pinch the bag so it stays open. And then with his other hand, wrench open one eye that just sort of starts almost glowing. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, he just calmly seals the bag back up and slowly hands that back to you. What can you tell us? Why the hell do you have Transylvanian dirt? Well, that answers our question. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that every every stereotype is valid, but sometimes it does hold true. Si- Simon will look at Agony as like, "Why do you think we would have Transylvanian dirt?" I don't think we should play this guessing game. Well, I know you are I want to hear one before I tell him. Yeah. Because the Giovanni have the corner of that market. Sorry, sorry. Alternate acquisitions. If I say Sabat, does that narrow it down for you? He will take a full step back and you will hear some popping as his, as he fully stands up. He I was you you like five foot eight, hunched over. He is about six foot five. I told That's you you mirror. did not want to play this guessing game. What the hell do you all have? We have what's all, just about all that's left of a flesh crafter's soil. And should I be looking for a different abode in which to make my hovel? Not at the moment. Maybe something on the west coast? I hear Japan is really nice right now. 
the key thing is we wanted to know where he was coming from and where those vehicles are coming from <clears throat> find out where these sabbat are <clears throat> bless you thank you the soil originally transylvanian other than that i have no idea where it came from so Was Vlad Tepish a fucking Shalase? Mm. <clears throat> he was either Zamache or Gangrel, I don't remember. I've heard rumors, but nothing. I don't know um, the man. <laughs> I don't think anyone here really does, but. It, last I heard, he was killed in the 1800s. So, I don't think any of us do. You might. He's this pointing to choir. I'm old enough to. I don't personally. But no, oh, if that's, I that, that's that lumping in stereotyping I've heard about in the news. Anyway. So, the VIN numbers and the license plates, I got some guys working on it already. But, that being said, I can take a crack at it. Yeah, we can find out where those vehicles came from. That'll tell us where the at least the next step out of the Sabbat staging ground. He he takes a sit down, crisscross applesauce, puts the laptop in his in his lap, starts clacking away at some keys, pulls the paper back out of his pocket, keeps typing with one hand. So the top VIN number, VIN, 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 VIN number's a misnomer. Vehicle identification number. Yes. Number. number. <laughs> the top VIN. EXP points. Is from Texas. Ooh. The, All of them match up that way? No. The other two are from Alabama. That being said... If these vehicles came in as a convoy, like I expect them to have, <clears throat> they all met at a central location and then came. It's worth noting if they're U-Hauls, they can be from God knows where, taken to God knows where, and then gathered back together. So most likely... State North is... State directly north or directly west of us. So either Texas. Most likely Texas, all things considered, because it's on the border with Mexico. Or both. And they converge here in this state. Well, uh, I got a gun. You don't got to go to him tonight. You can go to him tomorrow. He might know a little. I know. I know you got that reputation, but uh, he might know just a little bit more than uh, than you. He says he's further out into the bayou. You've, I can check with him. Yeah, you've probably crossed swords, or at least crossed paths. It, give me a name. You ever heard of Armand Broussard? 
his accent just completely drops when he says God damn bitch. I assume that's a yes. Oh, that's a yes. All right. Can we share with the rest of the class, please? (gasps) I'll let Guire tell it. Fuck. I'm on Broussard. I'm trying to find where my notes went. Because I know I've heard that name before. I'm trying to know where the hell that note went. Uh, I think it's in my conversation with you, isn't it? No. It, in the uh, in the, the the group Slack. Okay. And uh, now, because I was going to say that sounds vaguely familiar to me too, but there, I don't yeah. think. Oh right, that's I right. That's right. Think that. Um. Oh fuck yeah okay yeah yeah ah Armand yeah that makes sense. Well, it's gonna be a fun time. Sorry, we gotta go meet a gangrel. Okay. To be clear, what are we meeting this gangrel about specifically? Where they came from? Armand is, shall we say, well-connected, especially with the further out aspects of the city, and will likely have eyes and ears who would have seen which direction this convoy came in from. Okay. Here's the thing. And I may be being presumptuous here. I'm less concerned about where they came from than who from within the camera is clearly providing them inside information. Let's... Oh, secondary Anybody at this point, and, and to be clear, someone in the know of privileged information because if we think it's a coincidence that Sabat are coming from multiple states to converge on New Orleans at a time when what is about to happen happens. Oh, it's obviously not coincidence, but... Somebody is feeding them that information from within the camera. Secondary task for you, Agony. <laughs> Surveillance needs to be set up for, and I list out the location of the warehouse. <clears throat> That'll be easy enough. Yeah, I, I think I can get some guys on that. And in general, we need to keep an eye out for a nine-foot-tall winged monstrosity with eyes all over its body, but not its face. You want to run that by me just one more time? What the fuck did you just say? A nine-foot-tall winged monstrosity with eyes all over its body, but none on its face. I'm going to say conehead. He he reaches into a pocket and pulls out a little... It almost looks like a pop figure. And he presses down on the head. 
Nine foot tall. No eyes on his face. Eyes everywhere else. Wings. And you hear the click of the recorder turn off as he stuffs it back into a pocket. I, uh, I, I think I, I could be wrong here, but I think we might be able to find that guy if you just like stand on a chair. <laughs> or, you know, on top of a mausoleum. The key here being we haven't heard of him yet, so clearly he's staying low to the ground. Otherwise, we'd know. The, the, fact, the fact that he hasn't been seen leaving a warehouse in a place where there are actively homeless people around makes me think there's likely at least one La Sombra putting their talents to work to keep him hidden. Yeah, yeah this, is a, this is slowly getting above my pay grade. No, quickly. Feels like it's already there. Very rapidly. I just have a few follow-up questions. How the fuck are we going to deal with something like that? Well, it can't sleep mm-hmm. now. Bessie's implication was a whole lot Which of gunfire. it's angry. It can't sleep now. It's going to have to make its move at some point. And it's not immune to bullets, most likely. I mean, the inner circle hasn't actually arrived yet, right? That we know of. Or as we know. I don't know how you all work this sort of thing. But but considering he likely would have wanted to lie and wait until the inner circle arrived to make his move. We've got a few days of him whittling himself down, not being able to sleep. Do we know who has tabs on when the inner circle is supposed to arrive? Uh, My guess would be the Seneschal and the Prince. And probably very few other. Maybe them. Destiny might also know. I I doubt Destiny will know until they're already in the city. So this thing is going to strike, and this ain't no coincidence to the inner circle arriving. I think that might be information we need to be privy to. Pay grade or no pay grade. Uh, Time to have a conversation with the Seneschal before we tuck in for the night, maybe. I mean, they should at the very least be aware that there is potentially a... As was described to us by somebody else who might potentially be in the know, possible Shamise Methuselah, I believe the term was used, in the city. Yes, Agony, that's what we need to worry about. While this conversation has been going on, none of you have noticed that Agony has slipped away. Okay. Fair. <laughs> uh, there, you. There is a brief moment when he comes to out anywhere else in the city. Simon would have been. Simon would have been paying attention. There. So he, Simon, you would have watched him slink into his, into the mausoleum. There would have Simon been some noises, some clanging, and then 
the agony has come out with a suitcase. <laughs> it's like Simon would have just let him sling away. It's all right. Let's go have a conversation with the seneschal. I'm sure you know you did not officially hear any of this. This now just was a good time for a vacation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh fuck, I got duties here. Shit. Uh, Set the surveillance up and get us any information you got before you take off. Yeah, I recommend a staycation. He'll just narrow his eyes at you and then pick his laptop up. That's sort of what he does already. We should go talk. We should go talk to Seneschal. Oh, yes. Well, it hasn't been a full night. They're probably still at Elysium. Because I will be honest, I don't think we can necessarily trust anybody to deliver the information we have to the right people, including Destiny. That. I'm going to agree with you. Let's go find Guillaume. We should probably inform the prince as well, because I also include the Seneschal on this. I I include the prince on the list, but... Princess turns about. (laughs) Probably wouldn't be the first time. I think within canon, it would not. I'm be pretty sure. Time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. in canon, it's happened. So. At the very least, not um, Anarch, because there was a West Coast prince that like flopped back and forth. You guys pile back into the hearse. Agony gets some phone numbers before you leave, and. You make your way back to the Museum of Art. All there are men, much fewer vehicles in the area now. Uh, there is still a hefty amount of cars and motorcycles, but this has sufficiently cleared out. Fire will get out and just stride back in. There's that brief moment with the bouncer who asks your name, apologizes for the formality, and allows you inside. I need to see if I can spot where Guillaume or Guillaume uh, was previously talking to Simone, the door that they had disappeared into. Uh, that door is now open, and Simone is currently sitting in a chair, just sort of staring off into the distance at a painting across the across the room from her, Charlotte. Uh, sitting... I don't know how to actually say the pose. Like, there's a name for it, but where you're, le- where you're sitting and your legs are to your side, but oh, you're straight um- up. Uh, because she's wearing that dress still. Fair. And she is talking to Simone. Uh, you cannot currently see Guillaume, 
but a quick talk about will probably point you in his direction. Yeah. Do you want to try to find Guillaume first, or do you want to talk to the prince first? Walking in, Simon will like try to read the aura of Simone and um, Charlotte, like try to and try to gauge their mood first. And what he reads on that mood will uh, determine how Guire reacts here. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll your. Or you don't roll for that, do you? Or perception. It's um. Yeah, yeah. It's perception. Perception. Yeah, perception, empathy, difficulty eight. Yep. But Simon is also using. Basically, anytime there's other people around, has the first dot active to lower perception checks. Because it doesn't say I can't. I think it actively says that you can. It might. There, there, there's a lot of extra text that doesn't need to be in here. All right. Go ahead and roll that for me. One success. Okay. So Charlotte is... Of course, she has the vampire aura. Uh, she is currently her aura is currently light blue with bits of pink mixed through Simone, on the other hand, is a mixture of red and brown. Simon will convey that Charlotte is fairly calm. Simone, on the other hand, is bitter and angry. All right, that tracks. How about I go and speak with the prince and the harpy while the group of you find the seneschal to deliver the information at the same time so we make sure everybody gets the story they need to get? Of course. Makes sense to me. Okay. The group of you make your rounds asking a few... Mercy, you know most of the people who are here, so you know who's like the older people, the vampires who would, would be in the know of a lot of things. Um, eventually, after about 10 minutes, you guys are led out by someone to a an outside sitting area at the back of the museum facing outwards towards the park. And Guillaume is sitting with one arm over the back of the chair, one leg crossed over the other, suit jacket tossed on the back of the chair, a lit cigarette in his hand, just sort of staring. Simon's going to aura check him, too. He is currently... Lavender. Lavender. Conservative. 
that's an interesting choice for he's always lavender in in my understanding conservative you are trying to dampen down as much of your emotions as you can yeah fair yeah so Simon constantly as well Simon will comment that will comment on Guyer's um aura to Mercy because Mercy would be the most familiar and will yeah. like standing behind Mercy's shoulder let Mercy decide if we actually talk to talk to him I would it cats with us correct Mm-hmm. Yes. So I go look at Kat and I'll go, I give her a little nod and say, keep it short and sweet. Well, I'm doing the talking very well. Do the three of you want to come around and talk to me or are you going to stand in the, in the doorway? He will take so a long time. waiting for you. Uh, Simon will comment. To be ready. It's like both are fairly valid options. We didn't want to no. disrupt your evening. Regardless, greetings. Um, we have some information that may be relevant. He will tamp out his cigarette on the table and put it into a cigarette receptacle and stand. We'll look at the three of you. All right, go ahead and speak. So, uh, we have been looking into the matters that currently concern the Camarilla. Uh, On behalf of Destiny. And we have some information. So, we managed to track down uh, where our threat from south might be coming in, we located a uh, a a, uh, a U-Haul truck with a coffin inside containing Transylvanian dirt. That according to some conversations with witnesses, contained a nine-foot-tall winged creature. Simon just gets out the sketch. Wits and empathy, difficulty seven from the three of you. He will take the sketch. Just the one. One as well. And just notice the name for your role. Um, so, Cat and Simon, the two of you see him. When you say Transylvanian soil, there is a look of recognition that crosses his face. Mm-hmm. Actually. 
because aura perception is still active. Does does that change Simon's role? Because he could still see the aura. Uh, you will get this as soon as I finish with Mercy. Okay. You, Mercy, you're a little more used to being not necessarily around Guillaume because he's kind of an enigmatic character. He uh, He's very elusive, but you've been around enough people in this area, especially within just New Orleans, which Guillaume is a native of. He immediately has a gut reaction at the description, and you notice his jaw tighten. Simon, for just the briefest of seconds, there are two very quick flashes within his aura. There is a beat of red that beats into orange and then back into his lavender. I see. Well, then. You think you might have a lead on who is allowing these into our fair city? That less so at this time. We simply know where the truck was. Surveillance is supposed to be getting set up there to, if they return to there, to see. We've done away with the soil. We have information that tells us that the trucks were came from Texas and uh, Alabama. Alabama, yes. So, what that tells me personally is that Sabat are coming from different states, converging on New Orleans at a very particular time. We don't think it's any coincidence, in other words. They had to learn that from somewhere. <laughs> so you're saying it seems like we got a rat on this ship. I say this with no disrespect intended to the Camarilla here or overall, but it is a large organization. There are rats all over your ship. Did anyone come forward to talk about meeting with the two former members of the of the Camarilla that left? There were quite a few people who came and told us all manners of tale. He will pull another cigarette and light it. Fair. That being said. It's hard to tell the, uh, sometimes it's hard to tell the piss from the liquor, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. So the question is, who do you believe? 
my honest answer is I don't believe anyone. That's what That's my mom fair. taught me when I was young. So smart. You don't trust anyone that you can't throw farther than you. Heard that too. That being said, I can get a list of names to the three of you. He will, you will see him then count and then look at the space beside the last person in the trio. Fire is going to speak with Charlotte and the prince. She that was probably at that. That was probably the best idea you could have had. Still a very bad idea tonight, but still a good idea. Well, we're kind of running short on good ideas. Sometimes bad ones are all we got. If we could have, I would have suggested a phone call to disseminate that information. So what is your next plan of attack? I would like to know who within within this organization is leaking information. How we go about that, I am new to this city. I don't know who would be the people to talk to. But if we can find that out, our choices are either we find that out and then we go to them and get all the information from them or we run around the city hunting for U-Haul trucks while they play a shell game with us and probably have somebody from the inside give letting them know when it's time to time to move i give them false information that is something we can do we can provide different bits of info we can arrange for different bits of information to leak yeah. to different people that can be how you find out who's involved can definitely get miss charlotte on that That is her specialty. If you tell five different people, five entirely different pieces of intelligence, and only one of those ends up in the hands of the enemy, you have your person. If all five of them do, then we have a real problem. Well, then he got five rats instead of one. Possibly one more. rat farther up. I, I take it from this context that you all, you lot know about the... Uh, Special visitors we got coming in at Indeed. the end of the week. Uh, yeah, we, we are privy to that information, yes. Fantastic. And we can one of the thoughts is, here. One of the thoughts is that they're laying low until then, specifically. Or my that they're is, coming in for that reason. Yeah. yeah. But my, my real question is, why the hell are they waiting? Are they uh, uh, planning on attacking six of the strongest vampires on this continent? Or are they planning on something else? If it is, as was suggested, a Methuselah of Clan Shamasay, yes, they may be planning that.
or they may have one specific that they're waiting for. He will sort of completely suck in this, the rest of the cigarette and absentmindedly flick it out into the night. <sighs> okay, okay. So then... But aside from utter chaos, what, what, I know the means, but to what end? Well, I mean, if they take out the inner circle and either creates a power vacuum in the Camarilla or destroys it. My guess would be a coup, but that's just a, I don't understand. Off the head guess. Yeah. I don't understand your sectarian war. I don't. We're outside of it for a reason. You will not. But I am at the very least interested in maintaining equilibrium, to be frank. Yeah, and we get along with, we get along with you better than we get along with the Sabbath. That's what I was going to say. Things look a little better on this side of the grass. Yes, to be sure. So, what? So, your next step is to leak this false information to Charlotte, and then Charlotte will. Make her rounds. And then it's just a giant game of Camarilla Telephone. As one. Essentially. I mean, it's like that as far as I know, there's a surveillance. As far as I'm aware, Guire is giving the accurate information to Charlotte. Unless I misunderstood that. No, I I mean the next set. Oh, yes, the next set? Yes. It's like, why are you just talking with them right now? Give pieces of information to individual people that might be suspect. If we give it to the one person who's disseminating all of the information, then the false information gets out to everybody. If we give, for example... And I'm just throwing completely random names out here. But Destiny and Agony and somebody else, Alexander, all different pieces of, all different bits of information. And this about acts on one of those pieces of information. We know who we know who delivered that information. Simon, Simon under his breath will comment. If we give it to Alex, it sounds like it might get out to everyone, anyways. Again, very so it's a hypo- hypothetical situation. Yes, personally, I would definitely tell Alexander a lie because that man can't keep his mouth shut worth a damn. How he's still the keeper of Elysium and doesn't have his head on a stick, I will never know. But unfortunately, 
Simone has a liking towards the man, so he stays in his spot. That being said, do not put him first on the chopping block. At least make him number three or four. Of course. If he tells everybody that he's not a good person to give the information to. Because his information won't stay self-contained. That's very true. He does have a way of not necessarily telling everything, but definitely does not keep his lips sealed. Yes. He's not subtle. The people that might be best to tell it to are the list that have been in, that we know have been in contact with them. Whatever exactly his names were. Destiny, Would you? Um, well, no, I'm talking like the the list of people that would have came forward. Oh. I haven't talked to the two Camarilla that have flipped. Moretti oh, uh, yeah. and. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why Destiny. One of these two, uh, uh, Marcus, I believe yeah. it was, was one of Destiny's people. That is correct. But has Destiny had contact with Marcus since he flipped? We don't, we don't know. know. Yeah. That we don't know. Maybe. If, well, like I was saying, it's like that list flipped. of people that have been in contact since then. We don't know who's been in contact with them. That's the problem. But we have a list of the people who have come forward saying they have. Do we have that list? Did anybody say that? If anybody's I'm pretty know, sure the Shamasay said that some people came forward talking about Seneschal. it. Not the Shamasay. <laughs> yep. The Shamasay is the bad guy. <laughs> the Shamasay could tell us who, too. That's true. <laughs> let's, go, let's go find the Shamasay and ask them. <laughs> who told you? Oh, proper nouns are fun. It's who like, told you? Scream. Mm, that doesn't narrow that down at all. We'll find the Shamasay and say, look, we will throw you a Tremere <laughs> just to eat. If now you're you tell talking. us <laughs> I, if who we your Guire, inside person is. If we have Guire I think we found a loophole. If we have Guire with us, Guire, Guire, Guire might just offer up the entire clan of Tremere. <laughs> That's Look, why no we don't put... Well, it's like Guire just walks into Elysium, causes a huge ruckus, walks out, just like running down the street. You just this trail of Tremere behind her, just running straight to the Shamasai. <laughs> All right, there's dinner. Goodbye. Back. So back in game. Yes. How how do you suggest? I will confer with Simone and I will get you a list of names and the juicy gossip in which they divulged. Mm. On, already on talking. the next sunset. Okay. It's like, Guire's already talking with Simone and Charlotte. Should we go mm. join them? Be sure to give me a call. I will. And as for Guire and Simone, they, their conversation will be less uh, one of names and more of events. Simone is not exactly in the right mental state to relay all the gossip she received tonight. No, so oh, that's not. okay. We'll get it anyways. We don't need all of it. We just need the good stuff. Thank you for your time. Be hearing he for will, you shortly. He will tip an imaginary hat. 
and go back to sitting, staring, and smoking. Yep. Head off. In the meantime, Guayar, you approach, and Charlotte notices you first. Well, hello. I didn't expect to see you twice in one night. She she stands in the doorway until Charlotte calls on her. It's a pleasure to see both of you again, my hoppy, my prince. She says as she bows. Simone still is not looking at you. And I've come back a second time braving the wonders of Elysium because we've got valuable information that our prince ought to know. She will snap her head to the right to to look directly into your eyes. Uh, it, It is at this point you notice the streaks of blood running down her face. Guire's face doesn't move an inch. What have you brought for us? She will, Charlotte will say, sort of recovering the situation. While we were out looking for relevant information, we happened to make our way upon a warehouse housing a variety of different U-Haul transports. Calling Destiny, we managed to gather up a team to check the interior and in the largest vehicle that was being housed within the warehouse, we discovered a large coffin, a coffin full of soil. Soil that, according to Agony, hails from Transylvania. Quayar, give me a dexterity and athletics check. Uh oh. Difficulty <laughs> seven. When the reaction to delivering verbal information is a <laughs> physical role, be worried. I, I believe this is where the phrase don't shoot the messenger came from. <laughs> I don't you know, think there could be shooting involved. A lot of people don't pay attention to that. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, it did not. It added my dexterity. It did not add my athletics. Oh, wait, no, I don't. Do I have athletics? I might not. I don't. So, yeah, uh, with uh, dexterity, that is a success. So, it leaves your mouth, and there is a gust of wind, and you're able to grab hold of a wrist as you are wrenched off the ground by Simone. Yeah. And she doesn't need to breathe, so she doesn't gasp. There is a stares down. hand on, on Simone's shoulder. And almost as if she's snapped out of something, she shakes her head, looks at Charlotte, looks up at you, and then slowly lowers you back to the ground. I apologize. Um, I I don't know what got. <clears throat> My emotions got a bit ahead of me. 
I understand a visceral reaction for recognizing something that you don't want to see or hear. You say Transylvania. Indeed. We also have a description of the beast that it contained. She will snap her fingers twice and there will be two ghouls that come from almost nowhere. She whispers to them in French. They run off for a moment. Charlotte quickly pushes the chair underneath of her to just allow her to sit back and walks away. You're going to sit with me. And one of the gentlemen brings you a chair. The other one sets an easel in front of Simone. Charlotte then returns with a paint palette and several paints and a series of brushes and sets it up quickly on a side table. Tell me everything you know. The beast was described by a ghost that Cat interviewed as being nine feet tall and bearing wings with a face on did she did she interrupt there or she will begin dabbing a paintbrush and start quickly sketching out a figure as being nine feet tall and bearing wings with a long conical head and a face like a shield no visible eyes except adorning the wings and arms and rest of the body, pale as a ghost, and accordingly came along with ten Sabat soldiers, two of which it devoured upon waking. There was an exchange of words and gunfire before the beast left with the remaining survivors. There is silence between the two of you for roughly five minutes. And it is just a whirlwind of her painting at full speed. And finally, she sets a paintbrush, the paintbrush back down, grabs a cloth and starts wiping her hands. And before you is an extremely stunning rendition of what you just told her. And it is, it was terrifying to be told. It's more horrifying to see it visualized. Are there details there that I didn't give, like, of the creature? Uh, yes, it's currently wearing um, almost like a ritualistic bottom. Of like the the long like the the tabard bottom that's like like yes. the long flowing robes kind of thing. Yes. I take it you've seen this beast before. In my early nights, I traveled in many of the circles 
across all of Western and Eastern Europe before many of the things that shaped the, the whole founding of the Camarilla. And while this is not exactly the perfect representation, it is I've heard stories. And one night I found myself in the heart of Transylvania at almost a bacchanalia. This was the late 1700s. So you have to forgive me, I was a bit young. At that time, I was fluctuating, figuring out my place in the world. And a creature similar to this, though at the time it did not have wings, it is old ancient and devastating. They would take both random villagers and other members of the party I was at and toss them into the pit and just let it play. to think it looked more human when I met it last. 300 years will change you. Especially among the flesh crafters. I think it was corrupted would be the best way to put it. It is strong, it is cunning, it is deadly, and it is mad. Does it have a name? Sure. This is one of the few times you've ever seen Simone look really puzzled. I will have to think. I think it might. It had to have. It was. It was. It was kind before. Long, long before, but it was kind at one point. That being said, 
I don't know what generation it sits at. I don't know how close to the blood of Cain it, it is, which only magnifies its danger. There's more to the tale, unfortunately. Go on. The thing that... The coffin that we found, we determined, knowing the flaw of the say, it would be best to dispose the soil so that it could no longer rest while it remains in this city. So we took a small sample for agony to identify and dumped the rest mixed with water into the river along with the truck that housed it. They won't be gathering that soil again. But a beast of that size is not easy to hide. And yet no one has seen it yet. Which to me speaks of two things. One, there's likely shadow magic being employed to keep it hidden. And two, it's here for a purpose. Its intended goal is clear. The question is how did its handlers learn what was happening? That is very true. I will have Charlotte help me to catalog my thoughts and what was taught to me this evening. And perhaps we can narrow down a list of suspects. Someone in this city is aware of who's coming and gave that information to the Sabbat. According to Agony, the vehicles that arrived carrying this beast and the other and the other Sabbat actors came from both Texas and Alabama originally. This has been a convergence at a staging ground. This is a planned offensive, and it's timed far too conveniently. I have a fear that my assumption of war on the rise was not unfounded. There is no waiting. We are at war with the Sabbat. I am but a humble assassin. Where the other three of your party begin entering the the area. I'm but a humble assassin, and my services are always available. Question, do we catch the at war with the Sabbat part? That is when you walk in. 
Okay. Simon is or perception. I am not an assassin, but if you need legal representation, I am happy to be put on retainer. She will nod. Um, I'm real good at destroying vehicles, if that's any consolation. <laughs> yes. Just in case you need a lawyer for your negotiations with the Sabbat, that are definitely not going to happen. No, it's it's a lawyer to represent you in the vehicular homicide that might happen. Her or appears as white noise. Simone's appears as white yes. noise? Okay. In all honesty, whatever I can do, I'm of service. Simon mostly focuses, after saying the aura, mostly focuses on the painting. But this so, beast is in the city now. It's only a matter of time before it makes itself known. I suspect it'll be nearer to the Inner Circle's arrival. But with us having taken away its opportunity of rest, it may be forced to act sooner. It may be valuable for us to know the schedule if we're going to do anything about it. Simone will ask the four of you to come in close. I have to look up something really quickly just to see how this works. How do you kill four people in close range at once? Blossom of death. <laughs> I, I, mean, don't I, feel like, a, I don't have a serious answer. So like, <laughs> I feel like this is the point that, 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 that Charlotte reveals... That it's just the Shamasei who has flesh crafted themselves to look just like the French. <laughs> so, like, all right, what is vicissitude nine again? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, from, from, um, from Simone, just celerity seven. Yes. Okay, spend yes. a bunch of blood points. Um, okay, so that discipline does not work the way I originally thought, but that's okay. Um, she will... As they are said to arrive the night of Mardi Gras, and she is whispering as low as she possibly can. She is almost not making noise. They are set to arrive just after sunset. And they will be escorted in six different vehicles. 
all converging on a certain point. I am not discussing that point yet. Nor should you. That's fair. However, this actual meeting is not for three days after Mardi Gras. They are to be in the city beforehand or of the night of Mardi Gras so that preparations can properly begin. There's every chance that the Sabbat are after not necessarily all of those incoming, but perhaps a single target of interest. Are that they being said it's very likely they might attempt to attack the vehicles on the way in if they can identify who's coming in which. Are they I don't know how this works with them. Are they providing their own security? Are you providing security for them? All of the above, none of the above? All of the above. They have brought in their own courtiers and we will provide what security we can without crippling our numbers. Who knows the routes? Or will know the routes? Yes. The routes are known by Destiny and Gillian. It might be worth... Sorry, Destiny and who? Gillian. I get familiar with everybody in the city. The Seneschal you just spoke with. Oh, yes. Sorry. We will do what we can. Um... Some things are set in stone, unfortunately, but we will do what we can to mitigate any form of disaster and any form of repetition to prevent simple guessing from taking out high-level targets. The the concern is a security leak, not just random attack. What's Charlotte doing during all of this? Charlotte has... Charlotte is actually a healthy distance away of roughly 10 feet. She is just sort of maintaining... If you didn't know better, Charlotte was looking to intercept anybody who might come into this conversation. But it doesn't seem like she's listening to us. Nope. Okay. And Guire is standing between the rest of the coterie and the prince having been the person who has already gotten her ire once and will do it again if she needs to Simon being quite familiar with lip like over listening and lip reading is like specifically standing between the like like between the prince and the doorway blocking any line of sight to the prince's face our next objective was going to be to try and find out who knows what and who's been feeding information to our enemy Guyon said by tomorrow night he'd have a list of people who came forward we have ways that we are going to try to determine that and with respect 
it would be best if you were not privy to those specific methods. Do I hold up both of her hands? And strike at Aguirre state? again. Set is fair. Well, I take it you've got. I take it you've got a plan in mind. I have thoughts. Yes, we are. Not that we have to deal with this often within the clan itself, but considering who we deal with, the Giovanni are very good at, as a rule, at determining who is potentially not trustworthy within organizations. Fantastic. Well, go. Spend the last bit of your night figuring out a battle plan. And I will have Guillaume or Charlotte reach out to you at sunset. Mercy will bow and say thank you and turn to start walking out. Yep. Simon, probably not the last believe because Guire's probably not going to step away until everyone else does. Yeah. Well, compliments the quality of the painting, not, not the content of the painting. And um, it's like it is fantastic to see more of your work. I just wish it was under better circumstances. Thank you, and I wish the same. And with, and then Simon steps away. And as the the last person to leave, Guire will uh, meet Simone's gaze again. I know that this is particularly painful and digging up old memories. But the Camarilla will not survive if its prince can't be seen to stand tall and strong in the face of danger. She will nod and stand. I... Let my emotions get out of control tonight. And last night. I'm quite familiar with the rush of emotion. It's been a long time, but I remember it well. She will open her mouth and then close it and sort of ball one fist. Bailobog. Is that its name? It was named Bailobog. It 
if this is the same thing we're dealing with the child of the Zemisi and the Zeluvian. So it is a Methuselah. For all the, the stars in the sky, I hope not. I hope you're right. But I'd plan for the worst. She will just usher you out with one hand. She'll turn and leave. During that little bit of conversation, Simon is looking around at anyone who is still in in the area. Um, like either trying to like gauge auras or see if anyone was even remotely attempting to look in or overhear. No, weirdly enough, it is almost as if you guys were not being hidden, but no one was even looking in that room. Choir <coughs> emerges. Well, looks at the rest of the group. Let's go. There's more to talk about, but not here. No, absolutely not here. I, far from here. Very far from here. The thought that comes to mind is my shop. In the basement, there are many machines that can be running. And that creates a lot of noise to try to hear through. It's Even for... Not far. I'm okay with this. Still within walking distance of my home, so... Yeah. Yes. It, it's very much within walking distance of their home. Because it is in the French Quarter. Yep. It works for me. It it is like two blocks from Lafayette. Lafayette, not Lafayette. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna need the work of the harpy for your plan, Cat, I suggest you talk to her now before we leave. No, we need more information before we can make that happen. Fair. We we'll will do get it tomorrow, in touch then. with it. We will we will get in touch with people later. Tonight's I not have, the night. I have to have a conversation with another dead person. Let's get moving, then. Yep. As the curry makes their way to Simon's shop, our camera swivels to an abandoned warehouse in the central business district where two figures stand. One roughly six foot tall, blonde hair individual and one roughly four foot five raven haired individual there is a clang as something is thrown against the far wall you said everything would be safe here you said they wouldn't figure anything out you said we would get what we wanted and get our revenge. I don't see this getting us any closer to waking up father. I see this as a revenge fantasy that you're enacting upon this precious little princess. The blonde man holds up one hand. 
just because we are now crippled with one of our many, many toys does not mean that we cannot bring another in. Besides, we are still waiting for the mirror to show up. So the fleshcraft has been taken out of commission. Unfortunately, that does suck, but we are only one step back. Once the inner circle arrives, then we can take our foothold. I figured enough blood from them will wake up anything. He will show the piece of mirror to the small girl and will blacken as a red eye stares out at her. And just before going into another tantrum, her eyes sort of glaze over. The fifth candle is about to be lit. Just after sunset tomorrow, everything will be falling into place. We're right on schedule. Father will be mostly pleased. And that is where we will end for the evening. Say goodnight, everybody. Bye. Bye. Adios. Adios.